I tested positive for COVID-19. Now, I'm one of the fortunate ones with no symptoms, but I assure you, COVID should not be taken lightly. Don't think you can't catch it because you can. If it can happen to me, it can happen to anybody, and the only way we're going to be able to stop this thing is by working together. So please, wear your mask, follow social distancing guidelines. It's not just to protect you. It's to protect everyone and their loved ones. I'll see you all really, really soon. But until then, stay safe. Hello, and um, welcome to the Bubba Beatdown. I am your host, obviously, Bubba Chord. You are very not live. Before we get into any of the results this week, let's just, um, ah, well, I can't do that because spoilers. So let's do the results first, shall we? So let's start with Smackdown. Smackdown, have I done the introduction? I don't think I have. Well, anyway, hello and welcome to, yeah, I have done hello, welcome to the Bubba Beatdown. I am your host, Bubba Jord, and we are going to, I am going to give you all the results from the last week of pro wrestling. When I say that, I mean... <coughs> Hang on. When I say that, I mean. Fucking hell, I'm breathing a lot. When I say that, I mean SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and Dynamite. So let's start with SmackDown, which was last Friday night. Big E defeated Apollo Crews for the Intercontinental Champion. Now, there was um, a bit of an issue because there was a. Both shoulders were on the mat and it was a draw. Paul Heyman said. If Biggie, if Apollo had left it at that, then it's a dispute with claim for the champion. But, you know, Apollo didn't want to do that. Maybe he should have. Uh, Dolph and Bobby Roode defeated the Street Profits for the tag belts. And then we come to the gauntlet, which was Sammy versus Ray. Ray won. Ray versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke won. And then. Shinsuke versus Brian. Brian lost that one, so Shinsuke advanced. Shinsuke versus Corbin, and Shinsuke won that. And then Shinsuke Nakamura got beat by beat up by Uso and Reigns. For Adam Pearce to come in and get beat up and shoved on top of Nakamura, giving Adam Pearce the win. Now, I'm going to say this now: Adam Pearce versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Champion. I'm not too keen on, but I got a feeling that um, Adam's going to be a bit of a dark horse, and he he might actually be a bit more than we imagined. I'm calling it now. I think he might win. He might just get the win. Only just mind. Someone might interfere somewhere and help him get the win. You never know. It could be Kevin Owens. Um. Smackdown, all in all, it was a good show. It's a, it's one of those. It's one of those shows where everyone on the on the card could be at main event level, maybe other than Adam Pearce, but who knows where he winds up. Um, it was a good show and it's thoroughly enjoyable by me, and a lot of people are going to think differently, but if you look at it in the perspective of a wrestling fan's eyes then you're looking at it all wrong. It's entertainment. It's family entertainment. And I think that they do deliver on that a lot. So then, yeah, I'll give SmackDown a three out of five stars. And then we go to Raw. And then you've got, you had a, 
Orton and Triple H having their segment. It felt like being back in the authority days. Um, which I thought was quite fun. So, yeah. And then we had a Drury McIntyre COVID segment that I will be linking at the beginning of this episode. So you probably heard it again. And it's going to, I think it's going to be on all my podcasts going forward. Because it is a very important segment. And then Lacey Evans defeated Charlotte Flair in quite an alright match. And Ric Flair helped Lacey win. It served a purpose for me. It, it served that kind of purpose of Lacey and Rick sort of coming together. And at Charlotte's expense. That's all. That's about all it done. And then Riker defeated Jeff Hardy in a shocker because we've not really seen much from Riker recently in the last year or so. I mean, he was in the Forgotten Sons. Now half the Forgotten Sons are on SmackDown and half are on Raw, so that's all right. Well, no, it's not all right, actually, because I like the Forgotten Sons. They were a pretty good team. But then Jeff defeated Elias, so... Yeah, okay. A lot of guys competed a couple of times because there was a lot of people missing Raw this past week. Um, Sheamus, they went on to Sheamus and Keith Lee versus Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison lost. I found it amusing that Keith Lee broke the ring. I've got these two little smiley faces on my script. And actually they come up red, which is quite funny. It's laughy faces. But after Sheamus and Lee defeated... Miz and Morrison, Keith Lee and Sheamus decided to have a match together. Because, you know, tag teams can become enemies very quickly in the wrestling world. Drew McIntyre accepted Goldberg's challenge for the Royal Rumble. So now we've got Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre. And Adam Pearce versus Roman Reigns, the Universal Champion. And Simon Miller from What Culture said... I am so happy that my dad and my brother are competing for world champions at, Rus- at the Royal Rumble, which I found quite amusing. Simon Miller is one of my favourite wrestling talk show hosts on YouTube. I do love him. I'd like to get him on here one day for ups and downs, maybe. Maybe you can do an up and down of my podcast. T-Bar defeated Xavier Woods. I'm going to say this now. Retribution. Are useless. Can we call them useless? Useless. The useless faction, because they don't serve no purpose. They, they don't do anything. They hardly ever get a fucking win. The one rare time they get a win. Ali as the leader was just wrong, because when it first come out, Retribution was just there to destroy everything, and that's that's when they were good. But then Ali joined the group and it's, it's, I don't like it a bit. And then we go on to Lashley defeating Riddle for the US Championship. Now, I like the Hurt Business. I think they're strong. I think they're really good. So that's a good thing for me to see Lashley defeating Riddle. As much as I admire Matt Riddle, but I love the Hurt Business. But then Riddle defeated MVP in a DQ win after Lashley got involved. So it's kind of... Balances that out a bit. Bit of 50 50 book in there. Um, 
Ali defeated Gulak. No, AJ defeated Gulak, I should say, not Ali. So, yeah, AJ Styles defeated Drew Gulak in a squash match, I would say. Well, not really a squash, it's just really one of those, you know that AJ's going to win because Gulak's nothing like AJ. You knew that that was coming. Um, Rose, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke claimed to toss Baszler at the Royal Rumble harder than a Kardashian tosses Kanye. I find that funny, so I had to just put that in there. Maybe a lot of people are saying, that's not necessary, that wasn't something you had to say. I personally found it funny, because Kardashians and Kanye are just people I don't like much. I like Kanye West, he's a great talent on the microphone. I do not like the Kardashians whatsoever. I think they're useless, I think they're stupid. I think that they only made it famous because of reality TV and where that was going back in the day of like early 2010s. That's the only reason they're famous. I mean, what the hell have they done? Well, how are they famous? Nia, Nia and Baszler actually defeated Rosenbrook in a match. And we get back onto wrestling. So, you know, if you're going to make a threat, at least deliver it. But they did say they'll toss right in the Royal Rumble, so we shall see in the Rumble. And then you come to, I believe you came to Orton and Triple H having a brawl. Triple H, there's, for me, there's not a lot of highlights for this segment. Over the Triple H getting the sledgehammer, but the sledgehammer ends up on fire, and Triple H's reaction was a bit, oh, whoa, what the hell? And then the lights go out, and Triple H disappears, obviously goes under the ring, and then Alexa Bliss is in the corner, and she does a weird looks at Randy, and then throws a fireball in Randy's face. I mean, I'm sure Orton's been at the helm of many mad women, but having a fireball thrown at his face, Jesus Christ, that's taking it way too far. You know, that's just way too far. All in all, another one. Raw was a good result. Raw was a good show. I thoroughly enjoyed it personally. I enjoyed watching it. And I would give this one a four stars. I know that there are people out there that think it was absolutely bullshit. I know there are people out there that think it was crap. But, at the same time, they are not me, so everyone's different. Simon Miller probably give more downs out this week on Raw than ups. Oh well. We're both different people. I enjoy wrestling for what it is, so does he. He enjoys it for what he wants, I enjoy it for what I want. Let's move on over to NXT. Oh, and on the note I just made, everyone's different. If you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it. If you didn't, so be it. Over to NXT. Candice LeRae defeated Shotzi Blackheart. Now, I like Shotzi, I like Candice. I think they're both incredible talents. And I think if they stay on NXT, they're going to have a good career. So, yeah, let's give them a round of applause. Then we had a, a brawl with Finn Balor and the Undisputed Era, and they were fighting with Pete Dunne and company. Which, again, yeah, it is what it is. And then it starts rolling this one to a close. The grizzled young veterans, making up of James James Blake, I believe it is. Oh, no, it's James Drake, I think. And Liverpool's number one, soon to be England's number one, soon to be the world's number one. Zach Gibson. I love Zach Gibson. I watched him on Five Star Wrestling when that was on TV a while back. 
and I watched him on NXT UK. He is one of the best talents that you can get. They defeated Everrise. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Gargano and Theory receive a gift from Loomis. That's very nice of Loomis to be sending out gifts for people he's going to wrestle. And then Gargano defeated Loomis for the North American Championship. And again, a match that I'm pretty sure topped any match on the main card in some people's view. But at the same time, you've got to think about can you call NXT a developmental brand or is it on par with Raw and SmackDown? You know, let's think about that now. And then MSK, formerly known as the Rascals from Impact Wrestling, made their debut and beat Atlas and Scott. Never heard of Atlas and Scott. Didn't watch the Rascals in TNA, so I don't really know who MSK are right now. I will check them out a little bit more as they come about on NXT, and I will keep an eye on them. Maybe I should do Impact in this in this podcast too, because that seems to be gaining some notability. Exile Lee defeated. Uh, <coughs> oh, sorry. Exile Lee defeated from what I can tell is an unknown jobber in quick fashion. That was a squash match if I've ever seen one. But she could have been known. Uh, I personally don't know her. No disrespect to her. I'm sure she's a great talent. But she lost to Exile Served a purpose. They're building Exile up. Um, Undisputed Era defeated Buzango. Let's mention that Pete Dunne and the company got involved in that one too. Which I think is wrong. That should have been left because that's part of the Dusty Classic. Also, I'm going to predict that Undisputed Era is going to win the Dusty Classic and face the tag team champions who are with Pete Dunne. It's all going to happen. But I also think Grizzled Young Vets might have a good chance. They may even go to the finals. I'd like to see that. There's a lot of backstage segments I haven't seen because there's just too many to watch. So then, yeah, that was NXT. I'd give that a four and a half stars. Amazing show. So let's go on over to AEW. Serena defeated Tay in a NWA Women's Champion match. I've got to get used to that because the NWA back on national television. Jesus Christ. And that was a good match. Not that enjoyable, but some people might have enjoyed it. I say it was a good match. Pack defeated any Eddie Kingston in what I would say was a good match. Possibly match of the night. Possibly. But then there was up against Darby versus Cage for TNT champion, which Darby won with the help of Sting. And then there was Miro versus Chuck Taylor. And Miro won, which means Chuck Taylor's going to have quite a harsh month for the next month. And then we had the um, dentist segment. Um, the waiting room, I think it's called, from Brooke Baker. She got Cody out, and then she got this woman called Jade out. Now, Jade and Brandy have got this thing. Now, Brandy's gone off because she's pregnant. They've got to try and get somebody else in. Red Velvet, though. Okay, there's a story with Jade and Red Velvet. They have a brawl in the waiting room. Brooke Baker's up on the sofa recording it, and Cody Rhodes is trying to break it up, and then he just walks out. And then they cut to... Some half-painted Mexican-faced chick getting beaten up. And then she 
kind of says that Tony Khan told her that she's going to have to face Britt Baker at some point, which I'm looking forward to that match. I'm not sure who it is. I like Britt Baker. Britt Baker's a great fun talent to be around. Then we have the Inner Circle New Year's Resolution segment. Jake Hager's just like, Championships! Yeah! Love that. Brilliant. Genius. MJF wants to strengthen the bond in the group. And get rid of fat people. Sammy Guevara agrees. Hey, MJF, Sammy Guevara, I did like you guys until I heard you say that. I'm not a skinny person myself. I'm quite a fat person. You have now made an enemy from this podcast. Probably. I'm getting a phone call. Go away. Um, yeah, MJF and Sammy thinks we should get rid of fat people. Okay, I think we should get rid of pompous asses and rookies that try being something that they're not. There you go. I've just said it. How do you feel about that, boys? I've just told you that. Then we, um, I think it's Ortiz wants to do family cooking recipes. I didn't quite get what he said because he's like Spanish. Chris wants to win the tag belts with MJF. Santana questions because Santana wanted to tease them meant to be the tag team of the group. Sammy calls Chris a tag team slut because he's teamed up with Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, now MJF and probably Snoop Dogg next. Amusing. Oh, go away. Text messages. And then MJF is announced. MJF and Chris Jericho team versus Santana and Ortiz versus Sammy Guevara and Jake Hager next week is announced. The Elite defeat... The Elite made up of Gallows, Anderson and Omega. Gonna get used to saying that. Beat the team of Pillman Jr. and two people I'm not too sure on. Didn't catch their names. That was a good match. That was one of the better matches. That was a fun little six-man. One of the better matches of the week, I'd say. And then the Elite Brawl with Moxley and the Lucha Bros get involved. And there's just big melee in the ring. Brilliant. Absolutely loved it. I love that kind of stuff. And then FTR defeated the Jurassic Express team made up of Marco Stunt and Jungle Boy. Now, the Jurassic Express is going to be made to be a good team for the year. They're going to get real over because of their new song, which is on my YouTube. Um, but yeah, that, that was a good match by all accounts. It was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, other than that, Dynamite was a good strong show again, and I give that a pretty good four and a half stars as well. How the hell can you decide which show was better between NXT and Dynamite? Because they're both just as good. I mean, Dynamite's an actual brand like Raw, and NXT's considered a developmental brand. So, for a developmental brand to be hanging with a show like Dynamite, just... And the ratings will be out later. I'm not too sure what they are yet, because it's only Thursday morning. But, for the... For a developmental show to be hanging with a company's main show, there can be seen to be a problem. But at the same time, you can't look at NXT as a developmental show because it's now on USA Network. It's getting all the accolations that Raw and SmackDown gets. So you know it's we have we are spoiled for choice in wrestling these days. Um, I could cover Impact Wrestling. I could do. 
if that's what you'd like to see. If you'd like to see that, just say, yeah, let's do Impact as well. I don't mind doing NXT UK if that's another thing you want to see. Shall we get... I've got to do the Royal Rumble. Uh, so the confirmed matches, Men's Royal Rumble, Women's Royal Rumble, Roman Reigns versus Adam Pearce for the Universal Champion, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg for the WWE Champion. Four matches so far. Update on participants. Announced on January 8th on SmackDown, Bianca Belair and Bailey in the women's one. And Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke announced on January 11th on Raw. On In the men's, announced on January 8th via WWE.com is Otis. Brilliant. Looking forward to the Royal Rumble. I always love the Royal Rumble because it's just one of those events which is the road to WrestleMania and I love the Royal Rumble match. My favourite Royal Rumble match of all time is the Royal Rumble match of 2003 won by Brock Lesnar, runner-up by The Undertaker and John Cena done his little rap on the way to the wing. I love that. Anyway, I'm going to have to wrap it up and let you all be because I've got some things to get on to today. This podcast will be... Well, I say I've got things to get onto today. By the time you hear this, I would have done all those things. Thank you for listening to the Bubba Beatdown. I shall see you all, you lovely wrestling fans, next Thursday at the same time. Peace out. Goodbye.